Hi and welcome back to the Female Confidence Coach podcast. This is episode four, How to Be Unstoppable, The Basics. I'm so excited that I'm four episodes in, how amazing. This week I really want to talk to you about where to start to improve your health and fitness and to get you started on that journey to weight loss if that's what your goal is. The following six things that I'm going to be talking about are the six things that I really work with all of my clients on from the very beginning. They're the foundations, the real starting point. They help you to set great habits to move you forward through your journey and make sure that you are laying those foundations because without the foundations, if we think about a house without the foundations, you know, that house is not going to not going to stay up. So we absolutely have to have strong foundations. So the six of these that I want to talk you talk to you about and I'm going to talk you through each one. And I would love to hear how you get on with all of these. So let's get started. So the first one I want to talk to you about is fruit and vegetables and increasing the amount of fruit and veg that you eat. Now, the government guidelines in the UK are that we should eat a minimum of five portions of fruit and vegetables a day. And actually, that really is the bare minimum. When I talk to my clients, I want them to go for more than that, at least seven, really. And in the in recent years, you know, lots of lots of um, scaremongering's gone on in the industry, and I often speak to clients and you know want them to increase fruit and vegetables. And when we talk about fruit, they say, "Oh, but all the sugar, all the sugar. I shouldn't be eating all of all of that sugar." You know what? One of the first things that I talk about with people is that I come from a point of health. When I'm helping people, I want them to be healthy first. And if you can implement some great habits that are going to improve your health, the weight loss becomes the easy part. So I don't want people to worry about the sugar that is in fruit. Okay, so that five portions of fruit and vegetables should be your absolute minimum. So why? Why do we talk about increasing fruit and vegetables well both of them include fiber and this is when they're in their whole form so I don't mean including fruit and vegetables by juicing them because when we juice them whilst it might might taste nice actually we're removing that fiber and fiber is really important for gut health We also need fruits and vegetables because of all of the vitamins and minerals that they contain. Now, some people that I work with do use supplements as well to um, boost this, but actually it's always better to try and get all of the vitamins and minerals that you need to stay healthy from food as much as possible. So you'll hear the term eating the rainbow and that is so true. With your fruits and vegetables I want you to be thinking about all the different colours that you can get onto your plate. 
And speaking of plates, that's the other reason why I really talk about vegetables with my clients, because adding loads of vegetables to your plate is a really great way of bulking out your meal. And if you particularly like big portions, a big plate full of food, adding, you know, at least half of that plate full of vegetables is a really great way of making sure that you feel full up because it adds bulk to our food. Now, when I talk about fruits and vegetables, or let's let's say vegetables, what I don't mean is just adding peas and sweet corn to your plate. You know, use a variety broccoli, cauliflower, courgettes, peppers, aubergines, you know, the list is endless. But but choose that variety and choose all different colours because you will get different vitamins and minerals from different colours of vegetables. So when you're looking to lose weight, it is such a great idea to add loads of fruits and vegetables to your meals. Fruit's also a great snack particularly if you pair it with, you know, a small handful of nuts as well, that can, you know, really fill a gap and get you to the next meal. And something I wanted to say as well is a lot of people feel like fruit and vegetables are really expensive. And I'm not opposed to frozen fruits and vegetables. In fact, I think frozen fruit in particular is an absolute lifesaver. Because in this country, in the UK, when we're in the middle of winter, we don't get a huge amount of berries that are fresh. They're all imported from other countries or you just can't get them at all. And when you do get them, they're really expensive. So I always, always have frozen berries and frozen fruit in my freezer all year round. And I don't think that we should um, be turning our noses up at frozen vegetables either because there's an argument to say that oftentimes they are fresher than when we buy them from the supermarket because they're frozen so close to being harvested. Um, Obviously, you know, if you can buy stuff that is fresh and in season, that's best but frozen is always a great backup for vegetables okay so I want to challenge you then to be aiming for more than five portions of fruit and vegetables a day the second tip that I have for you is about protein and those of you that are part of my group or clients will know how much I talk about protein So what do I mean by protein? Lean meat, fish, vegetarian and vegan substitutes like tofu, tempeh, seitan, soy. All of those things are protein. Why do we need to focus on eating protein? Well, the first thing, and this is really important when it comes to weight loss, is that it keeps us fuller for longer. So protein takes longer for our bodies to digest. So if we eat more protein, we're less likely to need to snack. If you imagine a pasta bowl and you fill it with pasta with a nice creamy sauce on it, that's normally really easy to eat. And you might feel quite full up if you finish it all. But I bet you within an hour and a half, you're hungry again. Now imagine the same pasta bowl 
filled with your choice of protein, whether that's chicken, steak, vegan or vegetarian options. It's much denser, it's much harder to eat it as quickly as a bowl full of pasta would be. And it's the same when it's inside, when you've eaten it, it takes a longer time, it's much denser, it takes longer for your body to digest it and therefore keeping us fuller for longer. It also helps to stabilise our blood blood sugars. So really often we get those crashes, you know, midway through the afternoon, feel like we need something sweet, blood sugar's dropped. You're less likely to feel like that if you're eating a really high protein lunch. So I would recommend, and I do recommend to all of my clients, that they eat a portion of protein with every meal. So thinking about things like eggs for breakfast or high protein yogurts for breakfast, you know, meat, fish or vegetarian options with your lunch and your dinner, making sure that you get a portion of protein with every meal. And a really great way of gauging a portion of protein is to look at your outstretched palm. And your outstretched palm or hand is about the size of what you would want to be eating as your portion of protein. So if you think about a chicken breast or a steak or some tofu, it needs to be about the size of your outstretched palm. Okay, third one then is water, keeping yourself hydrated. There are so many reasons for making sure that you're getting enough water. Being dehydrated can make us feel like we've got brain fog, it can leave us feeling fatigued. We often mistake the feeling of hunger, uh, the feeling of thirst, sorry, for hunger. And, um, you know, it helps with digestion. It can often, um, you know, keep us going that extra half an hour until a mealtime if we can, we can drink some water. It keeps your skin really clear. Uh, you know, there's so many benefits. So what I want you to do is think about how much water you're drinking. Now, what counts towards your water? So don't forget that when you're eating lots of fruits and vegetables, that's also going to have a water content in it. A bit harder to measure your progress on how much you've drunk if you just rely on your food, though. I think a really good idea is to get a refillable bottle. And if that's about, you know, 700 millilitres, try and drink, you know, two or three of those a day. Other things that count towards your water or your hydration are things like teas and coffees. But bearing in mind, if they contain caffeine, they will also be dehydrating at the same time. They're a diuretic, so they encourage you to go to the loo. But fruit teas or herbal teas also count towards your hydration intake. And then if you really don't like the taste of water, you could also try adding some no added sugar squash, some slices of fruit or cucumber or mint to your water just to give it a little taste. One of my clients uh, never drank water. When I started working with her, she hardly ever drank water. She'd have a latte in the morning, a few sips of Diet Coke through the day and then another Diet Coke with dinner. 
and I managed to get her drinking water by first moving her onto sparkling water and eventually she then moved on to tap water and to celebrate her success she bought herself a Vivian Westwood water bottle which I think is fabulous. Okay number four then is sleep. This is a biggie and probably deserves a podcast episode just to itself which is something I'll put in the plan for you guys. Why do I talk about sleep with my clients? Why is sleep so important? Well, sleep affects our days more than just us feeling tired. So particularly on a fat loss journey, if we are having trouble with sleep, it can affect our ghrelin and leptin levels, which are our hunger hormones. So ghrelin, I like to think of it as a gremlin, is the hormone that tells us it's time to eat. And leptin is the hormone that tells us it's time to stop eating. And when we're not sleeping properly and we're tired, ghrelin levels rise and we become more hungry and leptin levels reduce. So you can see why this might be a problem if you are struggling to sleep and lose weight. And I know that if you've got children, babies that aren't great at sleeping, this is a really difficult one to fix. But I also want you to think about the things that you can do to help improve your sleep. So adults should really be getting between seven and nine hours sleep a night. And it's really worth thinking about what your sleep hygiene is like. And this is a big, big topic, as I've already said. And we talk about this a lot in my group and one-to-one coaching programs. So do you sit up watching just one more Netflix episode, one more Netflix episode, and then end up going to bed much later than you should do, leaving you with only six hours, five and a half hours sleep, and then you struggle to get out of bed the next morning? Or do you go to bed and end up scrolling on your phone for 45 minutes, an hour? You know, it's so easy for the time to just go when you are just sitting there scrolling social media. And then before you know it's half past 11, you've got to get up at six o'clock. It's also worth thinking that all of that screen time, whether it's watching Netflix or looking at your phone, affects the quality of the sleep that you have as well. Your body goes through a natural process from the minute you wake up in the morning all through the day to let your body know that when the sun's gone down and it's nighttime, it's time to go to sleep. And by looking at all of those screens, you're actually messing with that circadian rhythm and with those processes, making it trickier. So if you are someone who does struggle to sleep or perhaps you have children that are fond of getting you up very early or waking up during the night, it's worth thinking about what could you be doing to improve your sleep hygiene. Okay, number five is movement. And, you know, with some of my clients, movement might just start as walks. It might just start as upping their steps every day. And that's okay. I have clients that that just walk and they still make progress. 
I say just, you know, walking is is great. It's the most accessible, free, easy to do exercise that there is. But so many of us have desk jobs, you know, at the time of recording this, we're just starting to come out of lockdown in the UK. But for the past year, we haven't really been to offices for those of us that work in an office. You know, we don't have a commute. We don't have, you know, have to walk very far to go to the loo or to make a cup of coffee or walk around the office to speak to people and movement levels have gone down. And again, another episode I will do completely separately on this is about the importance of movement, just general everyday movement, not even talking about formal exercise. But Just making sure that you can get up to those 10,000 steps a day can really, really improve your weight loss uh, journey. So 10K steps is not a number I've pulled out of the air. You know, there has been research and data on it that people that regularly hit their 10,000 steps a day, it reduces the risk of cardiovascular disease, Uh, of some cancers and overall improving your health. So how can you make sure that you're doing this? Well, if you did used to commute, perhaps you could add in a little fake commute for yourself. So if you used to drive into work for 20 minutes, 25 minutes, maybe before you start work, you could go for a 10-15 minute walk around the block and then maybe you could do another 10 minute walk on your lunch or after your lunch. Um, A lot of my clients are big fans of the walking meetings so having phone calls or even you know video calls with people on their phone, FaceTime calls that are work calls but whilst they're walking. Such a great idea. Because if you think about it, not all of our calls are calls that need us to write things down. And then on that movement piece as well, not just getting those 10,000 steps a day, but can you get in a 30 minute brisk walk every day? So maybe that's something you need to work up to. Maybe just, you know, increasing your steps first is where you need to go. And then once you can achieve those 10,000 steps, can you start increasing the, the speed of those steps and, and work your way up to a 30 minute brisk walk? You know, a walk where you're going at a fair speed and you could keep a conversation going, but you might get a little bit puffed with it with it. And then the last thing that I'm going to talk about, and this isn't directly related to weight loss, but it's really important for our mental health, is really you, having you time. And this is something that I, again, speak to my clients about all the time. What are you doing for you on a daily basis? Because as busy working women and mums, we put everyone else first. And this could take the form of that 30 minute brisk walk 
on a daily basis. It could take the form of taking 15 minutes out to read a book, listen to a podcast, have a bath, sit and have a cup of coffee just looking out of the window in quiet with no one asking for your attention. But what are you doing for you? It's really important. So they're my six tips. They're the basics. That's how we start to become unstoppable. So up your fruit and veg, up your protein, make sure you stay hydrated, sort out the sleep hygiene, get some movement in, try and work your way up to 10,000 steps a day and then work your way even further up to a 30 minute brisk walk a day. And then mindset, doing something for you every single day. I'd love to hear how you get on with implementing these six tips. I'd love to hear if you're already doing them, how you're going to, you know, stretch yourself even further with them. And of course, if you've got any questions, please do send them in to me. I'd love to hear from you and I'd love to answer your question on the podcast. Thanks so much for you joining me today. I hope you enjoyed the podcast and I can't wait to speak to you again soon. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, please share it and tag me on Instagram at the mum boss method. And don't forget to subscribe, rate and review the podcast. Have an awesome week.